For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6 is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City, this is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Potosi Brewing Company on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Championship University Ridge Golf Course in Madison. This is Scalzo and Brust. That whistle coming from the one, the only Ben Brust. Can I get a round of applause or something, Josh? Weak grip Benny. Weak grip no. Benny, according to Steve Stricker. Weak cool. grip trip. Weak grip trip, also a nickname from Ron in the Key. Steve Stricker. Really, really dug it in yesterday that I have a weak golf grip. I tried to fix it, but I got worse. You could probably hear it in his voice. He's also battling very hungover today. He's had uh, the two-bagger IV drips at noon today because he still couldn't feel right. Two full IV drips in the middle of the workday, by the way. That's quite a move. I had a lunch Because he's so hungover that he needs to take time out of his workday to go get his IV drip. So can feel better to hang out at the AmFam Championship and watch golf for the rest of the afternoon. Uh, Alex Strofe and Josh DiMaggio are running the show. Alex Strofe also very hungover today as well. Alex, how did you battle back as a young uh, 20-something? I drank water and showed up to work. I didn't need to be an old man and go get IV drips, <laughs> whatever those are. Strofe, uh, were you? Yeah, he's 22 years old. Of course he's going to recover faster. I turned 30. Strofe, were you out doing AmFam celebrations? What are you doing getting hungover on a Thursday night? you got a job now. Uh, Josh, you glass well, houses. I might not be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was really looking judge. for your help there. The couch had a few Coronas. Nothing too exciting. We'll make those Potosis next time, Strophy. <laughs> Uh, 800-990-3776. That's the number for you, the Scalzo and Russ family, to get into the show. But it is Friday. It's time to go up and down the dial across ESPN Wisconsin and go pole dancing. They've got questions, and we've got answers. Time to give the people what they want. Let's go pole dancing on Scalzo and Brust. Every week we take a look. 100.5 ESPN in Madison, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. All of our shows, the polls that they post, the questions they can't answer, we pick a few and say, you know what, we'll help you out, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We'll help you out, Jim Rutledge, in the jump around. We'll answer your questions for you. It is Poll Dancing. Joshy, what do we have today? The first poll we have up here is from the jump around, which you can hear before Skelzo and Brust, 3 to 4 on 100.5 ESPN Madison. If Aaron Rodgers is to leave the Packers, who would be the new face of the team? Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Zadarius Smith, or any other option? The answer is any other option. The answer is Jordan Love. He is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. You can look around the league. 
Look at every team. And the face of the franchise is the quarterback. Whether the team stinks, whether the team's mediocre, whether the team's great, it's because of the quarterback. Zedaria Smith, great. Aaron Jones, great. But they are not the quarterback position. And the quarterback position in the state of Wisconsin has been Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. So the all the eyes and all the attention will be on the face, which is the guy under center after Aaron Rodgers, which is likely to be Jordan Love, who's ripping it at mandatory minicamps on my way to the Love Train. Said on my way. I'm not there yet, but I'm on my way. Stuck that landing, Ben Bross I was, was going right to say, there. did that... Did he think he nailed that better than the rest of us did? I mean, uh, it was a he 10. He definitely thinks that he nailed it. That's it, for it sure. It was a 10. Uh, let's go to the judges. Let's go to the judges. Alex Strofe, what do you give Ben Brost on the landing of his, uh, of his mic drop moment? I'm hungover, Alex, so be nice now. Uh, four and a half out of ten. Yeah. Josh DiMaggio. I give him a six out of 20. <laughs> That's three out of ten. I do my math well. Uh... Sadly, I well, not sadly. I agree with Benny. I think it would be Jordan Love. If Aaron Rodgers is not back, Jordan Love is going to be featured by the mid middle of the season in all of the Packers national promos. Like he's going to be the guy for it's good Aaron Jones. or for bad. They're gonna want to show off the quarterback. He's a first round draft pick. He is the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers, who is the heir apparent to Brett Favre. It will be the biggest story in the NFL this season. Jordan Love will become a household name, and he will become a very recognizable face, even if he turns out to be as good as Mitchell Trubisky, or if he turns out to be as good as Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we like his voice, though. We- good voice. Good quarterback voice. I like his vibe. I'm all about Jordan Love. I'm not on the train yet. I'm looking at tickets. Number one Aaron Rodgers supporter, Greg Scout. Mm-hmm. I, I like Jordan Love. In credit to Aaron Rodgers for how he has helped prepare him for this moment. Yes, by not showing up so he gets all the reps with the first team. This next one comes from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, which you can hear 7 to 9 a.m. on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Has Ashton, Ashton Rotten, producer of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, ever been on a horse? Yes, 12%. No, 88%. The answer is no, he hasn't been on a horse because he's a giant. I don't think they make horses big enough for that guy to be on. I was in the office, in the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studio in Milwaukee, and he stands up from his cubicle, and his entire Power. head clears the cubicle. And now I'm short, but this guy is a giant. They don't make horses big enough for a guy he's like him. He's 6'5". Like, uh, he's 6'5". That's not normal. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six and solid. Yeah, I guess I'm just used to being around seven-footers. I mean, you haven't been on a horse, have you? Yeah, of course I've been on a horse. I'm like a vacation. I'm a horseback riding or something. Of course, because Ben Bross family <laughs> takes vacations where they go horseback riding. Up and down. Like, Josh, have you ever been horseback riding on va- a family vacation? Don't you lie, Joshy. I, I've never been on a family vacation, but my grandmother did own rescued horses that had been in bad situations. So she took care of them at her, at her place. So you got on a horse. Yeah, I've been on, I've been on a horse more times than I could count. I haven't been on one in 20 plus years, but yeah. I would also answer this question has Ashton ever been on a horse? No, because he's never been to a concert. And if he's never been to a concert, he probably hasn't been exposed to a horse cuz he's just living in a box. Thought you nailed that one too, huh? Let's move on. Ten out of ten again, Josh. (laughs) This one's also from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Which minicamp version of Jordan Love is more representative of the player we're going to see in a game? Day one, struggling, 63%. Day two, magnificent, 37%. Day two, magnificent. I mean, 
I saw the tweets. I, I saw what he was doing. The throw to Aaron Jones. The throw to, I don't know, I forget all the rest of the names, to one of the wide receivers I've never heard of. He was electric. He was getting fanned by the coaches. He's hot. He's next. Hot, 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 hot. He is Jordan Love. Choo, choo. Yes, uh, I think he's closer to day two as well. I mean, look, day one jitters. I came out here at the AmFam Championship yesterday. I was so bad to start. You know, it's a different feel. People are looking at you. It's not just a normal round of golf. Like, Jordan Love comes out there. He knows everyone's watching him. It's his first time really throwing in front of the media where people are paying attention. He knows everything that's going on. He had the first day jitters. Day two, he comes in. He's absorbing all this info from the brilliant coach Matt LaFleur, boom, and he starts firing. He's closer to that, and we had a, a fan here in front of us at University Ridge. He's yelling at me. He says, trade Aaron Rodgers, because he sees what Jordan Love is. He says, trade Aaron Rodgers. Now, is Aaron Rodgers' number one supporter? I disagree. I want Aaron Rodgers back in green and gold, at least for this year. Uh, but I think that will only help Jordan Love become the star that he is destined to be. So I will say this, because uh, at the Pro-Am yesterday with Steve Stricker, I told cool. myself, just get off the tee, right? Like, you're playing with the pro, just get off the tee box, make contact. And, of course, I let my guard down. My second shot in the fairway about a buck seventy-five out t- just completely topped it. Oh, uh, that's the worst. I think it might have uh, – see, what would have been worse, topping it in the fairway or, or – Shanking it off the tee. See, a shank off the tee, I feel like, is easier to accept than the top. Like, yeah. no matter when it dribbles, I let my guard down. So, like, so short in front of you. It's like we played with one of the guys we played with yesterday, Total Boob. He got hammered out there, and he just like. He only finished, I think, four or five holes Yikes. because he, he he couldn't do it. But he just, and he's making a joke out of it. And in the beginning, he's it's funny, right? He'll hit it. He's like, oh, I'll find that one. We're all like, ah, right, good. He's a good sport. Joke's getting old, guy. After the thirteenth time where he flubs it and it doesn't clear the tees, then you're like, all right, like, what do we what do we do here? <laughs> what do we do with you? <laughs> Poor pro. Poor caddy. 800-990-3776. The official Scalzo and Bros talking text line. That is how you can get into the show. Garrett in New Berlin chimes in, says uh, Aaron Donald would have something to say about that face of the franchise. As great as Aaron Donald is, Stafford. as much as everybody wants people, wants him to Goff be the face of that promos. franchise, he's not. He's not the face of the franchise. He's the best player in the franchise. He's not the face of anything because he's a defensive tackle. Yeah, because here's the thing. Now, J.J. Watt, different story. Captain America, outlier, outlier. total outlier, outlier. Um, Aaron Donald like broke up a fight, uh, and it was like I was trying to pick him out of the crowd because I didn't know what he looked like. You guys, there's a helmet. He's an interior lineman. Shut up, Josh. Just because you like lamed interior play, (laughs) we'll have Mark Tauscher join us at five thirty. We'll ask him some interior offense and defensive questions for you, loser. It's more about the fact that I've been begging you guys to go to break now for six minutes, and you guys just gave me a break. All right, stop talking. Then shut up and take us to break. Shut up. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Bogdan Bogdanovich to Milwaukee for Dante DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, and Ursan Ilyasova is in Pearl. Pearl. As there was never an agreement for no, the 28-year-old. No, no. <laughs> Have you ever heard someone say, in Pearl? No. What is that? Uh, guys. Let's work on it. What could it possibly be? Pearl? Nope. Per aisle? Nope. <laughs> Literally, one more guess. You guys better tell me, otherwise I'm walking out. Pearl. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
FM Championship at University Ridge Golf Course. He is Betty Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo, Alex Strofe, Josh Dimaggio running the show. And of course, you, the beautiful, the brilliant, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. From sea to shining sea. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi. He got it. He nailed it. 10 out of 10. I stuck a landing. So we're here at the University Ridge Golf Course for the AmFam Championship, and it's so fun because it's one of the best events of the year, but it's also a blast because you start seeing people that you literally have not seen for years because, or a year and a half because you're coming out of the pandemic, and uh, nobody's, you know, you don't have face masks, it's an outdoor event, or... Gosh. Yeah, Which means, yeah, no, I'm just saying face masks. It was kind of nice. I forgot. Like we're in. I've just been walking around. And, and so you're starting to see people's faces and catch up. And I'm like, everyone's like, oh, what's new? I'm like, well, I had a baby. They're like, what? I didn't even know it was going to happen. But it's happened a few times where I run into somebody. And I definitely know them. And they definitely know me. And they call it out. Hey, it's good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. And it's been so long. Then I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm trying to piece it together. I recognize them. How do you guys approach that when you know that you should know the person you're talking to to the point where you can't ask or introduce yourself, but you're just in the conversation? You have that conversation with that person. You see them go talk to somebody else that you may know potentially, and then you go up to that person if you know them and you ask them for what that person's name was. But then you're investing a lot more time of just like sitting well, then, there. Well, clearly, if, if you care enough, you'll find out. If you don't care enough, you'll be like, I'm not going to see that person whenever I leave. That you just don't care. Well, I know you, Ben, so you generally wouldn't care. Like, you, you just <laughs> not necessarily. No. Do you just like. If I care, then I'll on? find it out. Well, look, I think. If our phone has did this not happened to you today? Absolutely, it did. Yeah, um, and then you just play Ben Bros. Like, hey, great to see you. And you keep absolutely, walking. yeah, shaking hands, kissing babies. You know, I so Greg's ex Ben's explaining just, a situation that you do po like after the fact, after that person walks away. In the moment when someone addresses you by their name, what's your go-to? I'm sure you guys don't have to guess. I'm a what's up, pal? Hey, or, how's hey, it pal. going? Like, hey, how's it going? You don't have to address him by name. Hey, good to see you. How oh, are I you? I the man. And, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, it's so great to see you. But they know. Like, I know at that point. Like, <laughs> I get that knowing look of like, yeah, you don't know my name, but we're going to keep this conversation pleasant and like above blah. Like, it, it, it's just, it's a tough thing. Joshy, you're as awkward as they come in these yeah. months. <laughs> How do you react when you're stuck there? Uh, I mean, not well. Uh, 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 I typically, uh, like I said, I go to the like, "What's up, pal?" or "How you doing, pal?" or "Good to see you." No, because Josh, that makes it worse. If you go with "pal," like, no, it's so it, disingenuous. Mean, if you know me at all, you know that I go to "pal" a lot. So I could call even my closest friends "pal." I mean, there's people here in this office who I see daily that I talk to daily who I couldn't. If you had me pick a, a list of names, I wouldn't be able to know who it is. I have no idea. <laughs> That's bad. No clue. That is absurd. You work with the people. There are teammates, Joshy. I, I know, but since the last time I was I was around, I there's a lot more value. people. So, so Josh, using Ben Bruss' approach, you would just follow them back to their desks after they say hi to you. Oh no! And try I, to look at their nameplates there. I, I yeah, figure that's what I would do in that situation. I figure at some point I'm going to run into their name without doing much investigation. I haven't really looked up anyone's name or tried to figure it out. Even though there is a directory. And you wonder why you make enemies, Joshy. You wonder why you make enemies. I don't have that Josh, many you should enemies. Almost, 
you should move your name tag because Josh sits in a position where everyone who walks by Josh can see Josh in the little peek through the hall that his name tag's right there, so you're giving everyone an out. Everyone knows that you're Josh. Yeah. You make it harder on him. Yeah, I was self-conscious because there was, it was like one of those, like, how do all these people know who I am? And then I realized you can't look at me without seeing my name badge. So I think a lot of people snuck by with their, like, yeah, that's someone I see, but there's my name right for you. Is this an invasion of privacy? So our phones all have, like, these facial recognitions to unlock the phones. Uh Uh-oh. It'd be nice if you could just, like, sort of pop up your phone and, like, you know, get, like, a facial recognition thing and a name, Twitter, Instagram. How are you planning on doing that? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm just coming up with the idea. No, I'm saying, like, like in, in, you're in the setting, right? Me and you are talking. You're just going to have your phone, and you're just going to start pointing it up towards their face. <laughs> and then, like, I didn't think like through hold the execution. on. Hold on. Once it what's just your name? Still, like, that might be worse than just asking, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. Like, what's your name? No, that's worse, too. Yeah. I mean, what's amazing? So I take an entirely different approach. I just, I'm, a, I'm a natural, naturally curious person. I just start peppering them with questions. Oh, so what's new? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you back at work yet? Like, and I'm trying to just context clue my way there, which can work sometimes. But again, I do think people will catch on, and eventually, they're like, he does not know who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought we, I thought we. Golfed. It also happened to me. I'll be honest. It happened to me today with Ron Dane because I was standing next to somebody who, uh, who he knew. He comes over, he starts talking to him, and he looks at me. And he's like, "Hey, good to see you." Like he told, he recognized, but he has no idea who I am. Uh. And then I could tell he was like trying, and then he just didn't care. I mean, he just ultimately was like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, uh, see, I don't, I don't, I don't. He, run into he that, takes Greg. the. He he takes the Ben Brust approach of, uh, I'm just kissing hands, shaking babies, and I don't really know. I just want you to think that I care. Uh, although kissing Ron hands is great. and shaking babies. You know? But Ben Brust, yeah, you just everybody knows your name. Again, uh, my dad once led a prayer, bow your eyes and close your heads. So. You said kissing, shaking, shaking hands or sh- sh- shaking babies. You're, you're on fire today, buddy boy. I did not land that landing. That was a, that was a two out of ten. <laughs> Scalzo and Ross presented by Potosi Brewing Company. We're live at the AmFam Championship. Colin Cowherd earlier today compared the Milwaukee Bucks to the Wisconsin Badgers football program. Here's what he had to say. The Bucks are a little like Wisconsin football. You respect them, how hard they play. They're always good. It's a great, great, fundamentally sound front office. But every time they match up with like an Alabama or a big dog Ohio State, you kind of feel like they just they don't they don't quite have enough guys. And that's how I look at this series. Give him a round of applause, Joshy. Colin Coward, because he's so off. Well, it's a classic cowherd metaphor, right? Where he's just taking a very basic approach of like, I think this is what it is because it feels that way, but like, he's saying a really fundamentally smart and great front Always office. Always good? The- they didn't make it out of the first round of the playoffs since 2001 like three years ago. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, you no, no, keep going. You just didn't even respond to where I was going. You just had something you had to well, say. Well, I wrote, I wrote down <laughs> fundamentally sound, so I didn't want you to get to always good, and then I'd have nothing. So you just wanted to take it. You took the ball out of my hands and shot, even though I wasn't going to take that shot. Well, I'm glad you didn't. But keep, I couldn't keep risk going. It. I couldn't you, risk you it. You start now. Is that all you had? Because it feels the, like the, the coaching had staff. The no, I had fundamentally sound written down because he said the coaching staff was fundamentally sound. Giannis can't shoot. How fundamentally sound can they be? He can't make free throws. They're they're horribly coached. We had a, what's his name call in and <laughs> said that Bud needs to go. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Bud needs to go get some Bud and 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 smoke and become a better coach.
With zero context, that sounds kind of bizarre, but yeah. we were talking. As Homer said that Aaron Rodgers is a weed poser, somebody who acts like he loves weed but doesn't. Um, and, uh, and we did ask the question, um, is he a weed guy? That's where that comes from. Yeah, That's I was great. going more about the Bucks front office, but also, like, again, it's different because Wisconsin Badgers don't have the Heisman, right? They did in 99, but that wasn't the problem back then. Like, the Badgers don't have the Heisman. The the. The Bucks have the MVP in yacht. Are you getting up on Graham Mertz, the, the Kansas Cannon? We already declared him Heisman two My years My point is, is if your argument is the teams just are great at everything, but they don't have the horses, the Bucks have the horses. You have an MVP and two All-Stars by his side and another borderline All-Star in Brooke Lopez. Like, you have the talent there. The Badgers, they don't recruit to the same level as Alabama uh, in a lot of those other schools, although you do have future Heisman Trophy winner Graham Mertz. The Kansas Cannon leading the Wisconsin Badgers tank to college football glory. See, I also wrote that down. Very good. Now Greg. you're just going for your own credit. You're not. I'd argue. <laughs> I'd argue that without no, Harden, you made it this far. I'm going to get angry with you. We have Tausch coming up next, which we're always excited about. Uh, so do not blow it. American Family Insurance, of course, insure carefully, dream fearlessly. You hear us talking. We're live from the AmFam Championship, which is a great event that they put on. It helps raise money for all sorts of charities that help Wisconsin make it a better place to live. Go to AmFam.com to find your agent. I'm an AmFam customer, auto, home. If you're going to be a first-time homeowner and you're worried, if you are a first-time homeowner, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's the situation I was in. It is amazing to have an agent you could trust. And you could find that agent at American Family Insurance, AmFam.com, to find your agent today. Mark Tauscher joins us next live from the AmFam Championship at University Ridge. It is Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Um, yeah, we probably handled that the incorrect <laughs> way today, man. <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rich Golf Course in the Madison area. It is Scalzo and Bros presented by Potosi Brewing Company across ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Brust. I'm Craig Scalzo, Alex Strofe, Josh Maju running the show. You, the Scalzo and Bros family on Twitter at Scalzo and Bros, calling us, texting us 800 990 3776. But right now it is time that we talk to our friend, our teammate. You hear him every day, 9 to noon, across these very airwaves. He is Packers Hall of Famer, Mark Tauscher. Tauscher, thank you for joining us. Last weekend, you had the privilege of going to the Hall Monitor, Jesse Nelson's wedding. What was your favorite story from the Jesse Nelson wedding bash? Well, besides meeting up with our, with our friends from Stevens Point that won the tickets that Jason Wilde passed on to them, uh, sitting and BSing with them. The funniest part, there's two things that you guys probably would have loved. Jesse was skipping like a leprechaun. You know how when the bride and groom come in, you no. do like a march of some sort? He's skipping uh, up and down the thing. And then the other funny part was everybody gets done. You know they have the dais right up at the top. Uh, Becca is going around. And you know, typically after you get done eating and the toast, you want to go and greet everybody before the dance starts so that you say thank you. 
Beck is going around table to table, and I look up there, and I'm sitting with Sarah and with Keith Williams, our general manager, and he's up there like a king. Like, you need to come kiss his ring up at the table. <laughs> so those are the two things that were uh, that kind of left the, the funniest mark to me. So, I, I so do... Jesse Nelson has not changed at all? No, no. He, oh, okay. I'll tell you what. He, what he said that he, it was his, about him and it was his special day, uh, there's no doubt, and after talking to Becca for a while at the wedding, she totally agreed, and I honestly think she liked that part. I think she wanted to kind of, you know, go through. She obviously wanted to get married, but then she wanted to kind of stay out of the limelight. Not our boy, the hall monitor. He was soaking it up. I actually believe, if you remember the scene from The Godfather, the wedding scene, of course, with Michael, and I think that it should be every wedding where you have the bride and the groom sitting together and have everyone in a line come through and, and, and hand them the envelopes because you get to see everybody then. It's did nice I, and organized. Did you do that at your wedding? We did not because, it, again, it's culturally not acceptable. It makes you seem a little... Elitist? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But I well, think, I, should, I think I'm going to do that then. You should. I mean, it, it's a great... I tried to sell my wife on it. It's a great way. You get to see everybody. Like, well, you, you make sure that you personal talk to everybody. It's personal. And it's not then on, incumbent on the bride and the groom to have to go around and see everybody. So I'm kind of with Jesse on this, Tausch. Like, I wish they would have made it a little bit more mafioso and everybody had to bring in their envelopes and pay their respects and the tribute and the kiss, the whole deal. But that's my, well, that's Bruce, my pitch. What do you think? Yeah, Brust and Joshy both say you're a lot like Jesse. So I, I understand why, <laughs> where that's coming from. Yeah, there, we've got some similarities. Good to see the hall monitor today, by the way. <laughs> it, it was good to see the hall monitor today. Thanks, man. Did, did Brusty just basically tell us? Br- Br- Brust is done. I didn't point at myself. I, I, I thought we were going to re- do the reset thing. I, I can reset, but you have nothing. We both know no, that once I, I reset, you have no, nothing. No, no, no. We were just wait- Everyone's waiting for you to ask the question. Go ahead. Yeah, what do you got, Ben? <laughs> what do you got? Um... Like this earlier today, we did this on pole dancing. I want your opinion, Tom. If Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, who is the face of the franchise? They didn't even put Jordan Love as the option. He's the only answer. Uh, no, Devontae Adams would be the face. Get out of here. You're telling no. Greg Scalzo said national promos. We're going to see Devontae Adams. They're going to show off the first round pick. No, Devontae Adams would be the face. You're wrong. No, no, Scalzo and I are both right. Uh, Devante would be it. No, Scalzo agrees with me. (laughs) And nobody knows what I said because you said I said Devante would be the guy. I said that. I said I have a half a break. Benny, you just said Scalzo said that. Tell Ben, I will in his well, not it's not, no, in, his it's defense, not in my defense. But Ben did have to leave work today at noon to go and get two IV bags uh, to feel better because he went out and drank too much last night, um, and so he he's he's. He's not fully recovered after the two IV, what did you Clearly. call them? The uh, two-bagger the, noon. The noon two-bagger. The noon two-bagger IV drips that he had from our friends at Carbon right. World Health. Um, you know what? But, I'm going to help Benny out here. I'm going to ask yeah, a question. Yeah, take over, Tosh. Do the thing that you do. Do the thing. Yeah. Well, I've got plenty of more questions for you, Tosh. So, I want Tosh Benny, to do you think – so A-Rod, obviously, he is known to hold a grudge. Like, he has chips on his shoulder from Purdue's football coach and from every team that didn't draft him. He's not going to get this Jeopardy job. Uh, there's been some reporting. Uh, he's not going to no get shot. Is he going to then hate Jeopardy and like Wheel of Fortune? Is he going to understand <laughs> that he didn't get the job? Like, will he hold a chip against the show, Jeopardy? 
No, because I think Aaron Rodgers is a changed man since he's met Shailene Woodley. He's been smoking a lot of more weed, and he's like at a better place in his life. You know, he says he's mentally in a in a better place, and he's got. But zen, he's got so- a big chip against the Packers dating Shailene. Yeah, he yeah, does. But 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 again, that that is build up over sixteen years. This has happened. But I thought he's rejecting changed. him right now. I thought he's changed. But, but again, that's that's build up. There's been no build up for Jeopardy. We can't be. We can't team up on him right now, Tosh. Yeah, it is simply, it is simply not fair. It's an intriguing question. I will say no, I don't think so, because I don't genuinely think Aaron Rodgers saw Jeopardy as the next step in his career path yet. Now, if he doesn't get it this time and it comes open again in 10 more years, if he gets rejected then and makes another run at it, then I believe gotcha. it. But I still yeah. think he thinks of himself as a football player right now where he could forgive them and still convince himself, oh, and he'll still do, I bet he'll still do subs when the other house host is out you know he'll stay involved somehow but i don't think it would be the end-all be-all for him at this good answer yeah i actually agree with you it just was something i thought of today after i kind of heard rumors that he wasn't going to get the gig i i I agree with you and i do think he has changed but i still think he would have loved to have been the guy and that would have been another little piece of leverage that he could have held against green bay but i'm with i'm kind of with benny and not just to make benny feel good on a friday I'm kind of with Benny. I think he has changed. I don't think he's going to hold the same grudge that he used to. So he's not going to hold it against Jeopardy. That's how I'd answer it. Toshi, I played in the Pro-Am yesterday, and we played with a guy who just got too drunk on the course, and he just kept repeating jokes and, like, was playing horribly. What's the worst kind of golfer for you to play with? Is it the guy who's overly serious and, like, gets mad? Is it the slow golfer? Like, what's, what's the worst golfer for you to be stuck with? Yeah, slow golfer. I slow golf sucks. Like, there's, it takes a long time as it is. I don't. I'm not interested in 15 practice swings and reading the, the reading the putt 40 times because typically the people that are doing that, they're not very good. Um, so I can live with. I like talkers. I like people that like to gamble a little bit. I like it when you're uh, you you play fast. Like jokes. I like all of that. I just I can't take the slow serious golf right. I'm not good enough to do that, but I don't like playing with people, especially that are really serious and not very good. If you're going to be slow and serious, you better be scratch. Otherwise, yeah, it's not that much fun for me. I know Tausch likes playing against me because it usually means that he wins some money at the end of the day. So That's true. I Nailed like it, that. Benny. As I've said, uh, the, boys at, at the boys at the club, they miss you. They miss you, and especially they miss your Venmo. Thank you, Tausher. As always, Mark Tauscher, Packers Hall of Famer, Wildey and Tausch, 9 to noon uh, weekdays across the did either, Just wait a second. Show. Did either of you guys defend your Pro-Am championship from two years ago? We did not. Did not. I played with Stricker and did not get it done. You played with Strick and you didn't get it done? Do you guys think – I asked this question and I got laughed off. I played with uh, Gillis, who played okay today. He made one birdie on the 18 holes we played, and – I had a group of, there's three other guys. One guy's a really good golfer. Another guy's about the same as me, like a mid-14, 15, 16. And then another guy's not, you know, really a high handicapper. I'll put it that way. I think we could scramble our foursome and beat him. Do you guys, would you guys agree? From the tee boxes yes. that we played in the Pro-Am. I Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, you're talking you about a score shots. Yeah. If you, before you scramble, you're probably going to score 10 under, you know? Like that's, that's how we're those... thinking. All right, 
All right, boys, have a good weekend. I just wanted to be reaffirmed. I wanted to have yeah. another uh, have some people agree with me, and that you sends can, me you on, can go a, to on the my weekend way. Knowing you were right. Thanks. Thank you, Taoshi. Feel to feel good Friday. See you, boys. All right. See you. Happy birthday. Uh, oh, did he not wish you one? <laughs> uh oh. He did not. Oh no! It's Greg's birthday, and Tausch didn't wish you before the interview, and he didn't do it now. He wished it to me in person. I saw him earlier today. I'll uh, give him his. I'll give him his out. Uh, he did wish it to me earlier today. I just thought that you would like that. At the I end. did. I did. I would have been really pissed at him. Uh, we will wrap up the week as we do. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Loyal Scalzo and Brust listeners will remember. I'm a loyal Scalzo and Brust listener, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we about. know you're not listening to us. Very rarely listening when Joshy and I are talking. I mean, right? Yeah, I admitted it. Yeah, I'm a loyal listener, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Only listen when I'm speaking. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. There it is, the sax song. Ben's on air, but he's not talking to me. Live from the American <laughs> Family Insurance Championship at University Ridge, this is Ben Bruss calling on a phone as my co-host Greg Scalzo knocks our equipment off the air. Is Greg on the air yet? Because you guys know I won't be able to do this much longer. I'm not the best at filling. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. I think Greg Scalzo can hear me. Nope, he can't. Uh, Josh, help me. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. No, I'm Josh, don't help him, I need, Josh. I need don't help, help him, Josh. Don't help him, Josh. No. No, 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 no. Help me. Strofe, make fun of me. I don't care. Somebody do something. No, Ben, it's actually good. I'm going to make fun of the birthday boy. You're the one that didn't screw something up to end the show. Good for you. I wouldn't actually call it a screw-up show. Uh, all that happened was uh, uh moved my chair to the back. It was unplugged. I think that was a simple mistake. Uh, I'm rolling up to it. I think I you need to pat yourself to on the back for taking there... ownership of the mistake or the snafu that happened. Pat on the back to me. I could not agree more, Josh. It's a Friday. We're feeling good. Uh, good vibes all around. The Bucks of a big win last night. Ben Bruss just read the number 100 times when he's trying to fill some airtime. <laughs> the official scouts on Bruss talking text line. We've got some excited Bucks fans, man. Four away times this is your nation and district. Bring it on Sunday like they did game three to even up Bucks. That's 2-2, baby. I can't believe we just called into our own radio show to close the show. What world am I living in right now? 
That's crazy, man. That's crazy, and again, man. the most useless <laughs> phrase you could possibly say is just you're giving play-by-play for what's happening on the air. I'm just, while I'm just you're trying on to be real. Air. I'm trying to be real. It's like, you know, behind the curtains here. But everybody knows. Like, you're, like everyone's behind the curtains with us, and you're just saying, hey, look, everybody, we're behind the curtains. Uh, we've got 262 saying Bud. <laughs> Bud already looks so confused all the time already. If he starts poking before games, he may just even forget he's coaching. Uh, Josh, he cue up the music. <laughs> Given up. I've never heard just anyone give up this way. This goes in the Hall of Fame mail-in pantheon of Ben Brust. And by the way, when I went outside to try to get away from him, I started talking loudly as I do. There's literally just action going on. There's, there's the people holding up their hands. There's people holding quiet. the quiet signs. Everybody looked at me. Like, we've got somebody chipping here from, the, from way off. That's a bad shot by that golfer right there. Indeed. That's neat. But a great chip. That's why they're pros. Not the way we plan to end it. I'll be at the Deer District Sunday. Big bye, guys. We'll come back on Monday. Series will be tied 2-2. Be on the lookout on Twitter at the Aldo Russ, the Deer District boys, Ben Russ, and Josh DeMaggio will be out there. Have a weekend, Wisconsin.